Hey you! Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast. A podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale. Who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the death knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, I'm Lola Bodeogudipwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. On today's episode, we are talking about five that are preventing you from being consistent with exercise. Like the five most prevalent myths that have worked their way into our subconscious that we don't even realize and then start getting into the way of consistency with exercise. But before we go into today's episode, you guys, see, I can't even talk properly. The bus bus, what my eyes have been seeing in these few days of holiday, my mouth cannot tell it all. These children, these children that I brought, <laughs> these human beings, like just imagine today, right now, it's uh, it's 1.30. They have just given me different kinds of Ella from left to right, right? If you don't know what Ella means, I don't know how to explain it to you. Basbos, okay, I think that's the best explanation. Let me tell you the one that even pained me the most today. And it's not rudeness. It's, you, do, you, do you understand? Like, you know, we're parenting different and doing different things. And, you know, at times you analyze what the child is saying. And it's like, the child is not being rude. <laughs> but, hello? So, for example, my daughter, yeah, she's eight, as you know. So, she, um, and you know, dismiss me and drama queen things at times, right? So, I, when I'm not ready to engage or I don't have the patience for all that gentle parenting, I just leave and like, you know what? So, I was in the kitchen making breakfast for her. And then I heard her start crying. Now, you know how you know the difference between a child's cry. You know the one that will make you run. You know the one that will make you shout, what is it? And then you know the one that is like, yeah, right. You're being dramatic, whatever happened. So it was the last, right? So I was just in the kitchen doing my thing. Next thing, Mr. Big Brother comes to the kitchen and is like, Mama, didn't you hear her crying? I'm like, yes, I heard her. He was like, oh. So you were not going to come to check up on her, see what happened, whatever. And I was like, uh-uh, but you were there now. Shabi, you were there. Like, why do I need to? This boy looks at me, shakes his head and goes, wow, I didn't know you could be passive aggressive. Yeah, me no. Passive aggressive. <laughs> In fact, I had to look, I looked, I was like, what? He was like, yes, I didn't know you could be passive aggressive. He wasn't being rude. He wasn't anything. But I was like, me, passive aggressive. Because I did not get up to jump and run. When your sister started crying dramatically, then he goes into the, goes into the freezer and brings out, um, I don't even know what, maybe my bag of corn or something. And it's like, oh, this will serve as the perfect, um, um, what do they call that thing? Cold therapy, Sha, for whatever happened to her. Then he looked at me and shook his head and went to attend to his sister. As if to say, no, no, you guys, 
these are the different things. Right? I, if I start to tell you, <laughs> anyway, me too, I've got my own back. So they were now lying down comfortably in their room. Next thing I just remember that they hadn't done their exercise for today. I was like, very good. I just went to them. Excuse you. Have you done your workout for today? <laughs> because I, I, I always look for trouble. Like they were feeling so comfortable and good today. Anyway, so, but that brings us to our topic of exercise today. See, anybody, anybody, take it to the bank. See, I said, sir, anybody who comes to tell you, who comes to encourage you that weight loss without exercise or getting without exercise is a getting getting healthy without exercise is a good idea that person does not know what they are doing i have said on those podcasts before that you do not need to exercise to lose weight and i stand by that it is the truth but you know what i will never ever ever except there's a physical reason or there's something i will never start off with a client or tell anybody that any form of movement, don't focus on it. Just start focusing on food because you want to lose weight. The benefits of exercise are so, I can't even begin to explain it. I had a client call recently and we were rejoicing over the fact that this lady has been working with me for three weeks. And within that three weeks, within those three weeks, her blood sugar and her blood pressure have dramatically i cannot begin to explain to you the dramatic change and switch between when she started and now and i can tell you for a fact it is 98 percent exercise because nutrition was still touch and go so that wasn't really my we just did the basics there but we started off with movement the benefits of exercise, I, I can't, we, we can, if we start talking right now, we will not, I know you've seen it all over and everything, but I want you to think about it. That aside from the fact that, yes, something people think about for weight loss, movement and exercise is something that is so pertinent to our overall well-being, that there are certain systems in our bodies that don't work properly, that don't function properly if we do not move. So when I say exercise, think of it as movement, right? Because I'm, that's what I'm focusing on, like exercise, movement, I'm using them interchangeably, yeah? And so anybody who tells you, who encourages you, that person just wants your money, I swear, because they want to tell you the easy thing to say that, oh, just come and do this. No, don't focus on exercise, we'll just do it with food. It is doable, but that person is setting you up for failure. And so today... Because I know that the hardest thing for people with working out is consistency. Even those who have been on lifestyle for quite a bit. So I thought that let's talk about the five myths. Prevent the myth. is twisting my mouth. I don't understand. But the five, you understand what I'm saying? Myths that are preventing us from being consistent with exercise. And the first I want to talk about is the all or nothing mindset. The all or nothing mindset. I don't understand why it is when it comes to fitness and things health related and wellness related, related that we think that we have to go all in or else it's not worth it. Right? And I blame social media. I blame a lot of fitness spo for that because it's all about the, you know, all or nothing, do everything, throw everything but the chi- um, kitchen sink at the problem or at the situation. I just go hard, 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 hard. And people then start to think that, oh, 
Okay, if I have set out that I am going to work out five times a week and I am going to work out for one hour for five times a week and I'm going to do these exercises and those exercises and yada, yada, yada. And then, of course, as inevitably happens, as life happens, as adulthood and things, you know, come into play. More often than not, that plan doesn't work out as we envisaged in our heads. And what happens for a lot of people is becomes, okay, so because I couldn't do all that I planned to do, I'm not doing anything because it's not going to be worth it. And that's like saying we were expecting a sum of money. Do you understand? Maybe you did a business um, deal, got a contract, yada, 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 and you're estimating that your profit was it, for me, it was going to be maybe like 1 million. And at the end of the day, you'll maybe be able to save 500,000, half a million, yeah? And then the profit comes and maybe it's like 800K or 750. And you already have expenses that are going to take half of, that are going to take 500. That was why you said you were going to save 500 before. And so now if profit comes and it's 800 and you need to spend 500, so you can't save the remaining 300. Are you now going to save that? Okay, because I can't save the remaining 300 because it wasn't 500 like I thought, then we might as well just spend everything. Do you understand? The all or nothing mindset is some because you can go hard, you can go all in for a short period of time. Something is going, it's not a curse, something is going to happen to stop that momentum, to stop that flow. Inevitably, and nobody escapes this. So if we don't keep the mindset of what is the best I can do now, what is the little I can do now to achieve what it is that I want to achieve then that is where the yo-yoing happens, right? Because you can go all hard this week because everything is perfect. Your boss is not around. There's no traffic because um, foil scarcity. Everybody is managing foil and so there's no traffic on the road, right? Um, kids are home on holiday, so you, are not, you don't have to wake up for school runs and you can blah, 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 yada, yada, yak. Um, you ordered soup last week, so there's food in the house, so meal prep, everything is going. But it's not always going to be that way. And so if you go all out this week and then next week something happens and then you're like, oh, you know what? I can't do it perfectly, so I'm not going to do it again. That's where the yo-yoing happens and we don't see the consistency. So the first thing we need to get rid of is the all or nothing mindset, yeah? The second one, never miss a Monday. <laughs> Excuse me, this one, never miss a Monday. You see, there is something about social media, media, real terric, right? That we hear, we hear things over and over and over and over again that we start to take them as gospel. We start to believe them. We start to think that this is what it is. It's just like at times, there's some phrases you hear and then later you realize that almost this thing does not belong in the Bible. There's no way Jesus said it. Moses didn't say it. Joshua didn't say it. God didn't say it in the Bible. It has just become like heaven helps those who help themselves here. Yeah? They're just things we've heard. They sound religious. And then we subconsciously attribute it to the Bible. It's the same thing with fitness. Why can't you miss a Monday? Now, it's not about Monday in itself. It's just um, a figurative, you know, form of speech. Yeah, we're just using it to represent something. Never miss a Monday. Never miss a workout. Never miss leg day. Ne never miss. Remove the never. From anything. Because... What it then does is that we tend to push ourselves so hard that we start to not prioritize rest and recovery. 
We start to not listen to our bodies. We start to feel guilty when we think we are not doing what we should be doing in quote. And I always ask, who determined those guidelines for you as per what you should be doing? See, I'm not saying that start faffing off and doing whatever. But I'm saying that when there is a need to shelve a workout, to pull back on a workout, to adjust the workout, to totally not work out for a day, for two days, for some people, a week, because you need to rest and recover. That is the priority. Not some thoughts that never miss A, never miss A, never miss A. Now, if you are missing A every single week or every single time, then there's a problem and there's unseriousness there. But the thought that you should never miss a Monday, never miss a leg day, never miss a workout, right? That is a pressure that doesn't take into account the realities of life. And so when you extend grace to yourself and give allowance that, okay, I might have to miss this workout because my schedule is packed, is busy. I have to be at work, blah, blah, blah. How can I make up for it over the course of the day? I'll take my steps, yeah? How can I make up for it tomorrow? I'll make sure I don't miss my workout tomorrow. Do you understand? That's the perspective that is important to take here. So that's the second myth that keeps people from being um, consistent because when the guilty feelings come in and those thought processes come in, then we start finding us. And there's something about guilt. It just bogs you down. It never elevates you. It never motivates you. People think that guilt is motivating. Most times, especially for me, I just find it demoralizing. And then I start to lack energy for that exact thing that I said I wanted to do. Yeah. So that's the second thing. The third one is the go hard or go home mentality. This one. You see people overtraining. You see people killing themselves. You see people literally verging on the day, verging on the edge of, you know, danger and injury and everything because they've heard again, this social media speak, never um, go hard or go home. And so we find people overtraining. We find people, you know, overstressing their bodies. We find, in fact, I saw this made me teary. Someone shared with me on Instagram a post about a lady who exercised so much. I can't remember the condition that happened to her muscles, but she died because of it. Because she so desperately wanted to lose weight and she was exercising, exercising and her foolish, stupid trainers who probably wanted to use her for fame and fortune to be popular and go viral were pushing her, pushing her and she died. Now, nobody don't come and use this one as an excuse to come and say that. Dami said, Dami said, coach said, uh-uh, right? We need to think about these things. Overtraining, go hard or go home. It is a big myth. It is a myth that needs to die, basically. Yes, you need to go hard enough to see results. Yes, there are times that you need to um, push yourself out of your comfort zone. There are times you need to get rid of your excuses. But we need also to be able to calibrate and assess and understand when we really need to go home and stop going so hard. The fourth thing we're going to talk about is magic workouts. The myth of magic workouts. You open Instagram and everywhere you're saying, oh my gosh, this is the workout you need to do for your glutes. This is the workout you need to get the six pack abs. This is a workout that is going to give you that tone body that you want. Guys, there is no such thing. The only thing that is going to help us achieve our goals is being consistent. This same topic that we're talking about, showing up 
however many times a week it is being diligent with diet and stuff right and so when people say oh i saw this workout on instagram i bought this program from this person and they promised that i was going to get this and i was going to get that i didn't get it just get discouraged and just drop the whole thing that is another myth that there is a perfect workout routine that there is a magic workout routine for this and that there is no magic workout for abs there is no magic workout for glutes that you can have different combinations of workouts that work well for a body part but again you're going to need consistency and so many other things around that to make it work and actually give you the results that you want so this is another reason I see why at times we are not consistent because we are not getting the result that whatever it is promised us that we're going to get but most times, the reason we're not getting that result, result is it's just like going in full circle, going round and round because we're not being consistent. And so if you want to be consistent, if you want to work on it and you find yourself program hopping, jumping from this workout to this workout, from this program to that program, there is no magic anywhere. That is a myth. The only magic is in consistency. So we're going to have to stick around long enough to do something long enough, see it through and then start seeing the results. Because I don't know about you, but seeing results that I'm aiming for, working for, helps me to stay consistent, keeps me motivated, keeps me excited to continue to do what I need to do, right? And then the last myth here is calorie count workouts. This is another reason <laughs> calorie count workout. This is a myth that needs to die and that gets in the way of consistency. You go on YouTube, you say, do this calories to burn 350 calories. This, um, I said, do this calories. <laughs> do this workout to burn 350 calories. Do this workout to burn 500 calories. Yada, yada, yada. And then you go, you do the workout, you practically kill yourself because guess what? That is a manual way of burning calories, trying to exert as much energy in the workout, right? And those workouts are usually like so exhausting. So when you find somebody who continues to do this, ah, yesterday I did a 350 calorie workout, tomorrow I'm going to do a 500, blah, 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 blah. Burnouts is easy, sharp, and fast because those kind of workouts, if they are even really high intensity as they claim and I'm making air quotes here, they are not supposed to be done frequently, right? It's just supposed to be interposed into the overall schedule of your workouts generally, right? So calorie count workouts are another myth that need to die because when somebody goes and works out and says, okay, I did calculate everything at the end of the week, say maybe through exercise, according, and again, those workouts are myths because everybody burns calories in different ways. If myself and a beginner now starts to work out, do the same workout at this moment, that person is going to burn more calories than me in the workout because i am more adapted my heart rate is going to be lower i'm going to exert less energy to do that same workout than a beginner but because my body has muscle and is adapted after the workout i'll be burning calories at a much higher and faster rate than that beginner do you understand so focusing on the calories in a workout burn so to speak and again these measures are false to a large extent because if the person who did the workout and posted it on Instagram said, my watch says I burned 350 calories. We're not the same height, weight, age, muscle mass, fat mass, um, rate of perceived excession. Like how hard did we go in the workout? Those are all the things that affect how many calories you burned in a workout. But I see people focusing on this metric so much, then they get discouraged, right? They get, um, 
burnt out so that is the last myth i just wanted to talk about i just wanted to bring those five factors that your consistency start checking it are you the all or nothing mindset the one who never misses a monday go hard or go home mentality hopping from program to program or now focusing on things like calorie calorie count workout you know that at the end of the day don't give you the results that you want and if you're not getting results from something you're not going to want to be consistent with it so i hope this episode has helped you believe me i'll reiterate what i said at the beginning of a podcast anybody who encourages you to go on a health journey a wellness journey a fitness journey a weightless journey without exercise if that doesn't know what they're doing or they're just looking for the fastest way to get money from you because they want to just give you the simplest thing to do exercise might take some effort movement might take some effort but trust me it pays off in the long run and there are so many ways that we can incorporate it into our lives to make it as simple as possible and so i'm gonna do i'm just promising you guys podcast episodes up and (laughs) the lord help me but i will do a podcast itemizing how to start off with exercise for somebody who wants to do this how to start off with movement how to ensure that we incorporate it into our lifestyle because it is so key and so needed for overall health wellness in general thank you for listening i was about to say ladies but i i think a few men listening so listening so thank you for listening to this today's episode and hanging out with me remember to share rate review subscribe um take a screenshot post on instagram tag me and let me know any other topics you want me to talk about ensure you get some rest this weekend it is highly needed please don't just go 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 right the body will take what it needs at some point in time and it usually comes in the form of illness and breaking down so don't let us get to that point i'll speak to you on monday